Hey, Zoe. Hey, Lo, how's it going today? So good. I'm really excited for today's topic. I feel like we always say that, but like, I mean, this one, especially because it is, we're really going to talk a lot about like the OG Dr. Joe work, which for me is my favorite, like what Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about and, and shares in his books and his philosophies of like all the teachers and everyone that speaks to personal development and manifestation. To me, it's, it always comes back to Dr. Joe. Like if I could only have one teacher to learn from for the rest of my life, it would be him. I've had so many times when like something he said or a book of his that I read directly led to a huge up level in my life. Um, and of course, we're always going to be looking for like other teachers that fill things in for us. But I don't know. It's just to me, it's like, I just, I just love Dr. Joe's work so much. So we're going to kind of bring it back to that. Like what, I don't know. Is that true for you as well? Yeah, he's, he's incredible. I think his work is what I can say created mass up levels and big paradigm shifts quickly. And what I love about it, what we're talking about today is just like the simplicity of the work. Like when you understand it, the simplicity of having a greater vision for yourself and in your life and aligning with that by practicing a new way of being like, that's what Dr. Joe teaches is practicing a new way of being practicing who you desire to become. And what I love about Dr. Joe's retreats and the success stories, like from his work is like people who have been in a wheelchairs, their entire lives learn to walk. Right. So, and people who are have been really suffering financially, like become majorly wealthy or people who have never found love, like find love, you know, like it's like, it doesn't matter what area you're coming at this work from. You can literally create miracles for yourself by focusing on practicing and conditioning a new way of being. And that's exactly, I mean, his work is very, it's, it's, it's such a beautiful cross between science and spirituality or not even a cross between it's, it completely collapses the two of them. So for those of you that maybe aren't as familiar with Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, and we highly recommend like, I mean, any of his books that speak to you just start there. Um, his work is really about, as Zoe said, practicing a new way of being and specifically practicing the emotions in the body and the thoughts in the brain that are aligned with the vision that you wish to manifest. And he also does speak to quantum creation and collapsing potential realities from the quantum field, but he speaks to it from a place of like really understanding how important it is to become that person first. And I want to like preface this. When I say become, I don't mean bypass who you are, try to become a completely different version of you or live constantly in the end of a reality. Because I think we put this like crazy pressure on ourselves to be like, okay, well, if I want a successful business, I need to like feel like the super confident boss babe version of myself all the time. And I can't have any thoughts of doubt or fear or uncertainty because that version of Lauren doesn't have those things. It's, it's not that it's like, I always come back to going to the gym. Like if you were going to condition your body for a certain way of moving, you would understand that in order to get there, you needed to spend some time every day, doesn't even have to be a lot of time moving in that new way, right? Like showing your body, familiarizing your body with a new way of operating. And it's the same thing with our thoughts and emotions. And Dr. Joe always says, 
we, he, we talks about beingness and Zoe and I literally had a program called the abundant beings club. And it was like a play on the idea of your identity and who it is that you're being. And when we talk about, or when Dr. Joe talks about who it is that you're being, he's referring to the emotions that your body is familiar with because you've practiced them and the thoughts that your brain is hardwired for, because again, you've practiced them. You've like literally created the chemical makeup, the emotional chemical makeup, because we, we have certain hormones associated with different emotions. So the hormones of anxiety and stress are very different than the hormones of like joy and ease right? And our body actually becomes very conditioned with these emotions in the same way that the brain becomes conditioned for certain thoughts through neuro reprogramming and neural pathways, essentially. Any thought that you repeatedly think you create like a information superhighway in your brain physically around those thoughts. And so when we start to experience new emotions and think new thoughts, we are programming the mind and the body for a reality that we desire. And it's not about control. It's not about perfection. It's about, it's like, if you were, if you're a marathon runner and you've conditioned your body to be able to do that, you're still going to have days where you feel totally depleted, where you can't get off the couch or you need to just rest your body or whatever. It's not perfection. It's programs, (laughs) right? It's familiarity. Yeah. What comes to me around what you're saying, Lo, is that it's not a, it's not about building and constructing an ego. It's about being with your body in the process. And I think that's like the difference because the place of control and the place of manipulation and all of that, that's like ego constructs. And this isn't about building an ego that has you create and, and manifest your reality. It's about conditioning your body. And when we think about the energy of coming from the place of conditioning your body. It's, it's a being in connection with yourself on a very deep level and still honoring any emotions or honoring the body's unique process, but still also trusting that the work that you're doing by focusing on experiencing the emotions that you wish to create more of in your life is, is working, that it's all actually adding up. And to me, it's just like, it really is this energy or this um, feeling of being really present and close with the self and really intimate with the body versus I'm going to construct and reprogram my brain, have this be this mass construction site and, um, and like really, um, build like a big ego. That's not actually what this is. (laughs) It's about being with your body. Exactly. And that's, I think the distinction that's really important because there's so much mess. I mean, we always talk about the messaging that's out there just because for both Zoe and I, a lot of that messaging has been very, problematic. And I've gone through periods where I felt really afraid of my own thoughts and really, I required perfectionism of myself in terms of the way of being that I was embodying. And if I couldn't get there because we were going through a global pandemic and things were uncertain and stuff, I would make that wrong. And I would actually write the story of like, well, I'm not existing full-time in this way of being. And therefore I'm going to struggle in these ways. And it's, we really want to separate that. It's not, it's not a 24 hour. I exist as this person. It's a going to the gym again of your brain and body until those thoughts and those emotions start to become more and more familiar, right? The same way your muscles would be like Lauren's using us in these ways. Often I'm going to make it easier for her to do that. It's the exact same process that happens in the body and in the brain where it's like Lauren's regularly feeling 
freedom. So we're going to make it easier for her to switch into the emotional program of freedom or Lauren's regularly thinking thoughts of her success. We're going to make it easier for her to switch into those thoughts of success. And I think a really important part of this is vision as Zoe has talked about where if you have a vision and you are imagining it for yourself, either throughout the day or through visualization meditations. That's what Zoe and I really like to do. Scripting is a great one as well. Just finding ways to experiencing, to experience these thoughts and experiencing these emotions. Um, that's all that's really required. And I want to know from you, Zoe, because I think this comes back to the understanding that the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what is being imagined and what's actually being experienced in the physical world. And the subconscious mind is the body. Like they are intrinsically linked. As Zoe says, the body is the subconscious mind and vice versa. So when we experience a future reality over and over, the mind and the body don't know that that's not something that you're actually experiencing. And so I'd love to know from you, Zoe, when have there been times in your life where you've experienced big shifts that you either knowingly or unknowingly programmed your mind and body for through familiarizing that either through meditation, visualization or whatever, however else you did it. Yeah. I mean, there's been, I I feel like this is just how I, how I do think, how I do life now or how I like practice new ways of being one that really comes to me is like listening to music and walking Mm -hmm. or like listening to, um, music that that aligns me with like positive thoughts about who I'm becoming and sometimes that even is just like instrumental or like binaural beats it's just like ooh, this actually this tone supports me thinking about myself and then I build associations with certain tracks this is something that I feel like we've also spoken to in the past but there's association with certain tracks that I, I actually every time I hear them it's almost like I'm rewiring in and the energy of it or the feel of it is like when I'm conditioning a new way of being, it's like every cell in my body is getting on board with what we're about to receive in our lives. Or like, you know, every, every part of me is, is a part of this. Every part of me is like welcoming in what I desire to receive or opening up to receive because I'm, I'm conditioning my entire self. I'm not working on building an ego. That's like, I'm the best and I deserve all the things and like, whatever else it's like, no, it's just like my whole being is actually just moving towards the reality that feels more, uh, full of peace of mind and more calm and just energetically aligned with who I am. Mm -hmm. How about you, Lo? Oh my gosh. Like I was thinking about this and this whole, this is really where I started with like quantum creation and manifestation or at least it's where I started when things really started to work for me. And it was all summed up in a quote I heard of Dr. Joe the other day, and I'm sure I've heard it before, but you know how you hear something anew and it's like, it clicks. This one was, we are who we practice to be. And when I think about the things that I, the ways of being that I practiced preceding a a big jump in my reality, it's every significant quantum leap that I've created was preceded by a practicing of a new way of being. When Zoe and I were first getting started together and we were both working on really growing our business and creating uh, consistency in our income, what did we do? We did the acknowledgement practice. We practiced a new way of thinking about ourselves that was aligned with. And at the time we didn't really have the awareness of like the emotional part of it, but we were doing that unconsciously, right? We were, we did an acknowledgement practice. We were thinking new thoughts about ourselves 
feeling a different way, intentionally feeling more into confidence, feeling more into knowingness and certainty and value, like service, all that kind of stuff, worthiness. Uh, and for both of us, like our businesses really, like I had my first 20 K month, a few months after that happened, uh, or after we started anyways, moved into the condo in Toronto, started low and so manifested our like podcast place to like our, our recording studio, just all these things preceded that. When I think about then, uh, like six months after that, I was like, okay, I'm going to finally pay off debt that I'd had for quite some time. I went to the quantum every day and I practiced feeling free thinking thoughts of no longer having debt. Like I had a few different visualizations that I went to and I paid off like 30 grand in debt in a few months. <laughs> well, I think it was like four or five months. And I got to this place where it was like, even though I could still see, okay, you still have a little bit here to pay off or whatever. It didn't feel real to me because what had become more familiar through practice was the thoughts and emotions associated with not having debt. So of course, if that's who you're being, that's what you've familiarized yourself with. The byproduct of that is a reality that catches up, right? And you don't even really have to try for it. It just happens. The program is supporting the manifestations. The program is, is creating the manifestations. You don't, you just have to create the program. When I was like before uh, meeting my boyfriend, I had really been, I mean, I'd always been practicing a program of like this really supportive relationship and connection with someone, but specifically I started to practice a, a safety, a, a program of safety in regards to, at the time it was like business money, but it was also, it was all laced together with like relationships. Cause it was the same programs that were holding me back in each, which was a fear of being seen, a fear of being rejected. There was a lot of like, just not feeling safe. And I started to really practice safety. And then I met my boyfriend and then I really like in the time that we were, uh, kind of dating, it was like a daily practice of like, it's safe to be seen by this person. It's safe to be vulnerable. It's safe even to be rejected. And that was, and now like, it's a very safe relationship, but I got my brain and body on board with safety. And previously it's, very clear to me that that's in that area of my life, what had been missing. So there's just so many times that like, those are just a few, I could share a bunch more, but so many times when big things in my life happened that were, that were preceded again, by me practicing a way of being and becoming familiar with the emotions that are, were supportive of, or aligned with that reality, right? It's really, it's a familiarization of the emotions. Yeah. And sorry, Lou, I don't know if I totally answered your question there with like an example. I sort of went about yeah. like the, how oh, yeah. I do it, but like example is like, of course, money examples as well. But I would say also like in moving to different places, even like, let's say Bali, a place I never, never even been to that side of the world before. It was just like familiarizing myself the best that I could. Like it was practicing that way of being of like, I'm making this move for myself. How does that feel? And for any of you out there who are wondering what, like how to create a vision and then how to do this work around it is I think like, think about what you would just like to feel more of in your life or what you yeah. would like to see of yourself in your life. And then you can do this work by just reverse engineering that of thinking like, okay, if I'm thinking about Zoe who, um, 
let's say so I, I feel like I'm just gonna speak in this I feel truly like actually when I choose to settle down after I'm done my nomadic chapter however long this lasts is that I do want to live in Florence Italy so it's like if I think about Zoe who's settling choosing to like pick a new home base that's Florence Italy what are the thoughts that would be supportive of her what what's that type of reality that I'm in training myself to and it's kind of like oh, this, this whole visa process was effortless and easy, like so much different than it was before when I moved to Rome. <laughs> or it's like, everything just happened so swiftly. I got the perfect apartment, like just starting to create that reality by entertaining thoughts and just simply practicing that way of being of like, oh, Florence is my home. You know, that's where yes. I live. Like these are the, what would I be doing each day? Oh yeah, I'd be doing that. Like just having fun, like really re-presencing um, myself or yourselves to the fun around having a vision and the unfolding of it, the journey mm -hmm. of having a dream be made manifest. It really is one of the joys of life. And so it is to be experienced with joy and pleasure and all the fun. And there's huge biological implications of what we're talking about in terms of getting the nervous system on board with the reality that it might otherwise sabotage or have you like procrastinate from creating for yourself because it's unfamiliar. The nervous system saves us or attempts to save us from things it deems a potential threat. And often if it's something that we don't know yet, especially like a move across the world or making way more money or being in a relationship, those things might be really potentially threatening to the nervous system, either because we haven't ever gone there before, or because we have experiences from the past where we did go for it. We did put ourselves out there. We got into the relationship. We let the person in and then it didn't work out or whatever. And so when we start to actually go to these places and show our, we're showing our body and our nervous system safety in the potential that we desire. And that in and of itself is like hugely powerful because if you're someone that is desiring a certain reality, but every time it gets close, you pull back that's a nervous system work to be done. That's your, your body is like, I know you want to go here, but it's my job to make sure that you will survive it. And right now we don't actually know that you will survive it. So I'm going to make sure that you don't go there. I'm going to put obstacles in your way and I'm going to uh, have you procrastinate and self-sabotage in whatever way. And that way we'll stay here and we'll stay safe and we'll stay alive. But if we can start to experience that reality, through visualization or whatever scripting, whatever resonates with you guys, you're literally showing the body. This is a place that we can go. And not only will we survive it, but we'll thrive in it. And for me, like, as you're talking, what I'm being reminded of is like, we put so much pressure on ourselves to put beliefs in place and like wire beliefs in place that support our manifestation. Like I am already making a million dollars, like whatever it is. My experience has been, I created familiarity through with, through visualization, but with my desired outcome that allowed things to start flooding in, in terms of manifestations, because it became familiar and what you focus on, you get more of. And then the beliefs kind of followed suit. Like I didn't believe I'm in a loving relationship right now at all. I believed I was single AF, <laughs> but I created safety and familiarity with that possibility. It started to show itself to me, my beliefs started to shift because of the, the, uh, just shift in my, in my reality, essentially. Uh, so yeah, it's like, to me, it's always been familiarity, visualization, 
And like what I refer to as auto suggestion, where you're kind of just like playing around in the emotions and the, like, you're just kind of suggesting to the quantum field, to your body and your brain, that this is possible. And that is enough to have it start to shift for you or start to take hold for you. Like, again, the, the confidence and the whole identity wrapped around that reality that for me comes only after I'm actually living the reality. The reality starts to come in through familiarizing myself with it. Yeah. One thing that really comes to mind and what you're speaking to reminds me of like my personal journey into creating larger um, points of income, like per month was actually establishing a feeling of safety, having large sums of money come in. Right. Because I came from the last corporate job that I had was getting paid very minimal to live in a very expensive city of Toronto. Like, I don't even know how I sure hope people are getting paid more now in entry-level marketing jobs, because I just don't understand how it's possible. Um, but like, but I, like, I, I started to build familiarization with receiving more than, than I could even possibly comprehend before that money like came in, but it was feeling safe having that. Right. Right. Because I actually do notice that there were times when a larger flow of money would come in and I would just spend it. Like I would spend it. I mean, there was things that I, you know, like no regrets or anything. I don't really feel like any of it was like mindless spending, but it was part of a previous program that was like, I actually don't feel safe welcoming in large sums of money per month. So it's like spending it to, you know, perhaps come back down to those previous levels of income almost like just mm-hmm. getting rid of it, if that makes sense, sort of that yes. energy of like, I can't hold on to this. Um, and so from practicing and using Dr. Joe's techniques in familiarizing my subconscious mind, my entire body and being and conditioning myself to be on board with larger sums of money, it's like I could hold larger sums of money coming in. I could make like 10 more grand a month and it would actually feel safe. I could actually feel like it was possible, right? Mm-hmm. And then you start to just build like, um, a new paradigm for yourself really, because I would say like what the, the paradigm that I live in regards to like finances and what's possible is not what a previous version of me thought could ever be possible. Right. Right. And you had to first start getting the mind and body on board with it, at least being possible. Mm -hmm. And for people listening that are like, okay, I want to create the emotional programs but I think I've done that before. It hasn't worked or like, whatever, just look at, okay, let's say it's money, an area of your life where you are not experiencing the reality that you desire. And perhaps that's a reality that you have long been quote unquote striving for. And it hasn't come in. Look at just very non-judgmentally look at what are the mental and emotional programs that I'm existing in the majority of the time. And when I say the majority of the time, that doesn't mean now flip the switch and exist in this other paradigm all of the time, or try and force yourself to feel like you're living in the end. It's not that because that part comes just as a result. It's like you go to the gym for an hour a day and it you're over time, your whole body becomes conditioned as almost as if you're like, you're at all times able to run the marathon or like whatever, but it doesn't mean that you were like at the gym 24 hours a day. <laughs> I don't know why that, that like way of thinking about it always really helps me, but Um, yeah. So look at the area of your life where you've been wanting to create something. And now just look at what are the emotions that I regularly experience? So if it's money, just be honest with yourself. Am I more familiar here with scarcity? Am I more familiar with not enough? Am I more familiar with worry and, and uncertainty 
what are the ways of being the emotions, the thoughts that you, the majority of the time are thinking, and then just start to accept, well, that's just what I am practicing the majority of the time. And to start practicing something new, I just have to decide to do it for 10, 20, 60 minutes a day. There's, I mean, we do a lot of this work as Zoe was saying, like you go on walks, go on walks as that version of yourself. Dr. Joe all the time talks about walking meditations, like meditating while you were doing other things by experiencing the emotions and the thoughts of that future reality as if they're happening now and only needing to do that for a short period of time, because I became completely conditioned to be debt-free in 20 minutes a day probably. I don't even, I'm never perfect (laughs) with my like mindset routines, but that became so familiar to me because it gained its own momentum. And it's not like I was trying to convince myself that I was debt-free all day long or anything that just happened as a byproduct. Right. So look at the areas objectively that you don't yet have what you desire and just ask yourself what's most familiar to me in this area in terms of my emotions and in terms of my thoughts. Yes. And what's beautiful about this, you guys, again, it's just like you're inviting more joy in your experience of life, right? Because it's about the journey, not about the destination. You'll get to your destination. You'll get to the the debt freedom or the relationship or the house or like whatever it is that you're, you're quantumly creating. You'll get to that. But this actually encourages you to take care of and tend to your body and elicit more emotions and then the hormones that actually support you and your well-being that actually support you in your health and your vitality and your vibrancy. So it's actually doing a great service to yourself. It's a great gift you can give yourself is literally going to the quantum field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'd love to know from you though, because we've done a number of episodes where you shared about moving through paradigms in the area of of relationships for you, where I did a, we did like a coaching episode at the end of last year, where would you say, let's just make it about your emotional program. So emotions that you're used to, or most familiar with, I think in that area, where were you then versus where are you now in your dominant? Because I've seen this like huge shift in you in on many different layers, but where were you then emotionally most of the time versus where are you now emotionally most of the time in that area? Uh, Thanks. Because I feel like a new human. I feel so liberated, honestly. Like, I feel like there's just been a new level that's been unlocked in these past couple of weeks. That's just felt so good. Um, Where I felt before, I think I can speak into it and kind of like narratives that I was like living in was, you know, it's kind of, it's never going to happen for me. It never works out. Nobody's interested in me. Um, This part of my life just feels so hard. I'm always met with like, just ugh, everything that I've ever had in this area is just kind of, you know, just not yeah. ideal. Um, and, you know, I really didn't have any, like, when I think about that, actually, it's like, I actually didn't have anything to, to build off of. I actually really had to like release myself of the trauma of the past and come to like a, um, a really solid place within myself to then create um, Mm -hmm. what, what I'm creating in the future, where I'm at right now is like complete liberation where I used to feel like I needed to have the relationship in my life by a certain age, by a certain need to look like this and that, and that very much part of the collective conditioning from, you know, my, my family and the way in which I grew up and where I grew up and all of that was, you know, for example, if I'm just speaking into a blanket statement is that most people are, are married and have children. 
or like sometimes even already onto their second marriage and things like this. And I'm just out here floating around. So like there were parts of the old paradigm that I was a part of that I needed to actually just bring to the light and realize I'm just happy being myself. And so where I'm at now is a whole next level of freedom because it's like I, I've released the timeline around like when this person needs to come into my life or what that needs to look like. I no longer feel like this area of my life is hard, even though let's say I'm not dating anyone right now, or there's no one that I'm like romantically interested in besides my celebrity crush. <laughs> but like, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's okay because I actually just have like trust and openness in that area. There's no part of me that wants to control that needs to receive something that wants evidence. I'm like, you know what? I just kind of feel like right now, I'm good. The universe is taking care of it. I don't feel like it's not going to happen for me, but I don't also feel like it needs to happen for me by a certain date. And honestly, if I'm single for the next five years, I feel very, very okay with that. If I actually don't ever get married, like I have this feeling of like okayness around that. I feel like if I, you know, if I, if I actually just am a digital nomad for the rest of my life, then, and I'm alone, I actually feel like pretty okay with, with like feeling into that reality too. I'm not going to the quantum right now about relationship, but I do feel like my subconscious um, relations to that and, and beliefs around that are all in a very optimistic, supportive, positive place versus being like, it's never happening for me. That's hard. Men are this, like whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like, I hadn't been going to the quantum about relationships in a long time. I, it's like, I accepted in that area of my life that it was built, like it was done or created. Um, what I did do and what I'm hearing for you is like it, where you were, your emotional program in relation and like our thoughts are sponsored by our emotions. So if we can make it mostly about our emotions, I think that covers a lot of it. If you can like intentionally think thoughts that support what you desire, awesome. But to me that they happen together. So anyways, where you were was, fear, scarcity, insecurity, um, which is really just like worthiness, mm -hmm. all of this, like that way of being <laughs> was not supporting what you desire to create. And a lot of the time that's the program that then we're like, I would like my soulmate, please. Or I would like a million dollars because I feel really poor, <laughs> like yeah. really fearful right now around money. And it either doesn't work or if you do create something, it's still very tumultuous because it doesn't stay or the relationship is all over the place because your way of being is still one that's based in fear. Most of the time, what's most familiar to you is fear. So then the manifestation comes in and you're like, well, this is now it. I got to like cling to this because this is my band-aid essentially for all those things that I was feeling. And I don't want to feel those things anymore. So now it's this person's job or this money's job or this business's job. On the flip side of that, what I'm hearing from you now is it sounds exactly like where I got myself to, which was like this lightness of like, I could be the really cool, really rich single aunt who just like travels the world and has a great time. And I'll just like make art and dance and like, it'll be so fun. You know, like I was yeah. really yeah. just like, universe, <laughs> if that's what you want from me, I believed fully I was meant to have the relationship that I wanted. But I was just, it was just like, oh, cool, uh, whatever, you know, let's like live life mm -hmm. I'll, in the next life. It'll be so full of romance. Like it won't even matter <laughs> anymore, but because what yeah. I hear from you now 
is a program that fully would support and will support a beautiful union when it comes in, which is ease, unattachment. There's like an unconditional way of being about love. There's a security within yourself. Like those are the things that will then support the relationship that you've always been calling in. And like, you'll get to a place when it does come in where you're like, thank God, <laughs> former version of Zoe didn't manifest this because it wouldn't have been pretty. That's, I say it to my boyfriend all the time. Cause we joke, like, why didn't we meet each other before? And then we're like, because it would have been a freaking hot mess. <laughs> like, I would have gotten so attached and driven you away and you would have tried to save me. And I hate when a man wants to save me. <laughs> like it just, it would not have worked like at all. And so the universe knew what it was doing, but that it's like, it's safety, right? We want relationships, especially that feel safe, but we're not safe with ourselves. We're not, we're definitely not safe with other people. We haven't done that legwork. And so even if it comes in, it's not what we really actually wanted. It doesn't sustain itself. So yeah. And thank you for just giving us that example though. So I just encourage people to identify what are the emotions in and, and the thoughts that are associated with those emotions that would support your desire, your desired circumstances, or be associated with your desired circumstances in an area of your life where you've been wanting a different reality. And where can you start to experience more of those emotions, either in your day-to-day life, just from things you're already doing or through visualization or scripting or whatever. And every time it's not, it's not, I'm manifesting the love. So I'll feel love. It's I'm manifesting a body and brain that support love. And then they'll just let the love in. I don't actually have to control that part. Cause I think that's where, when I'm like trying to make something happen, it's laced with scarcity and it's try hard and it doesn't really work when I'm like, even if this doesn't feel really familiar to me right now, I'm programming my body for a new way of being. And I'm practicing new emotions. It's like, again, you'd go to the gym And if you had a really tough workout, you wouldn't be like, oh, that didn't work. You'd be like, wow, I really overcame some things today. Like my muscles are really working hard on this new way of existing. It's that shift in this process that makes all the difference. Yeah. And one last thing that I'll add here is kind of bringing in a bit of like Michael Singer's teachings and and wisdom is like, instead of praying for the relationship, pray to feel more love in your body, because then you'll just create a natural reflection of more of that in your reality. If you're praying for more money, like what is the, what is the emotions like behind that for you? It could be something around support. It could be something around safety. It could be some, you know, just pray to feel more safety, pray to feel more peace of mind. Like, like pray for the emotions, focus on the emotions, start to condition the body for those emotions versus like the relationship, because Mm -hmm. like, you're like, go to the source essentially is what it is. Don't try to manipulate reality to receive so that you can, um, have like something be validated for yourself, actually do the deep work. And that's where you just receive even more than you could ever imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I love this topic so much. I'm going to listen to a bunch of Dr. Joe stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So good to binge on. I know. All right. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning in to The Low and Zoe Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us. Until next time, stay abundant.